cry out, holy, holy, holy in your presence. Who are we not to do the same? Thank you, Lord God, for your holy presence. How you come for your people again and again and again. Lord Jesus, we welcome you into our lives and into our hearts, into this special season. In Jesus' holy name, we give you thanks for your presence. Amen. Amen. You know, they say that that's uh, so consistent. It's one of um, life's sciences cardinal consistencies, I guess. That there's nothing more consistent about light than the speed with which it comes. And every Christmas we celebrate his light coming into this world. On the darkest nights of the year for us, we, we, we celebrate God penetrating our darkness with, with his light. He comes for us. He takes that long trip all the way from heaven to earth. Who knows how long that really is or how far that really is. But uh, Jesus thought it was worth the distance. He thought you were worth the effort and the distance to come so far. What kind of love does that? One of my favorite pastors is John Ortberg, and he thinks he knows. He saw it in uh, his sister's love for a little doll that she had when she was just a kid. I forget her name for her doll, but, you know, it was one of those Raggedy Ann dolls. And, and she loved that doll. And she seemed to love it more even when both eyes were missing and the stuffing was coming out, you know. Have you ever known a little girl with a love, an irrational love for something like that? And he, he said on one summer vacation, they had gone four or five hours away from home to a lake and had a great time together as a family. And, and then on the way back, they were almost home, and his sister realized Raggedy Ann was not in the car. And there was, there was no argument. There wasn't even much discussion. She knew where it was left in the cabin. And so the whole family turned around, and a four-hour trip became a 12-hour trip to go back and get Raggedy Ann. But John Ortberg says, if you know my sister you know there were no other options. Her beloved would not be abandoned. Jesus said, I will come for you. I will not leave you orphans. How do you explain a devotion like that? Except that God loves us. He came for us 2,000 years ago on Christmas, and that same love explains why the Holy Spirit is forever at the door of each of our hearts knocking. Our Father longs to be with his kids. Would you receive that gift? Would you give him that gift? This, this Christmas and, and this morning, 
on the night in which Jesus gave himself up for us. He gave thanks to you, our Father, and he took bread, and he broke the bread, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, he took the cup, and he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and drink from you all of this, for this is the cup of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, we remember the love that pursued us from heaven and pursues us still. We pray that you pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of juice and bread this morning, that as we partake of them in faith, that we might experience, partake, of your love afresh, of your spirit within us. We confess our sins asking that you cleanse us of our sins and leave nothing between us and you, that there only be light. We ask this in the name of your son, Jesus, who came for us and comes for us still. We pray as he taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. Thank you.